boy, John Michael Schmitz. First round pick. I'm calling it now. Lock it in. Run the pickup. I'm telling you why. Hey, you are no locked happens, on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. We're diving in with some football talk today. The draft is approaching and we've got some guys that are going to be drafted. Mark my words. I believe there's going to be four of them and I believe one is going to go in the first round and that is your boy, John Michael Schmitz. It might be three first names but he's getting it done first and foremost in that first round i'm saying it now be sure to hit subscribe be sure to drop any comments below if i'm wrong let me know where he's gonna go but i'm telling you i'm not gonna be wrong and i got the facts for you today on today's show we're gonna talk about how high he could go we're gonna talk about how high the some of the best centers have went in the last five years how the best linemen have went when it comes to pff grading and more. I've got the numbers. I've got the stats. I've got the facts and we're jumping in. So first let's talk about just how high can the Gopher center go on draft day. Now he's the best center hands down in this draft. I don't think there's any conversation about it. Some people might bring up Tipman from Wisconsin, whatever. Some people might bring up Olu from Michigan, but Olu has been projected in that third to fourth round consistently. So that's not even a conversation for me at this point. Enjoy your trophy, uh, but that trophy isn't going to get you drafted on day one. But what who could be drafted on day one is John Michael Schmitz, in my opinion. He showed out the, at that senior bowl. His stock is on the rise. Then some of the draft communities got out here and it looks like they maybe were starting to overthink a little bit their decision because of his RAS scores, which is relative athletic scores. And they might not jump off the paper because he got 26 reps on the bench and maybe you wanted to see 30 or 32 to put him in a green highlighted score number for your RAS. But I wouldn't think too much about that. In fact, I'm not the only one that's saying you shouldn't overthink this decision. Jim Nagy. Jim Nagy, if you don't know who that is, is the executive director of the Senior Bowl. Prior to doing that for the last five years now, where he's been thriving in that role in the Senior Bowl, has been taking off when it comes to prospects that get drafted when they go through the Senior Bowl process. They've had so many guys go through. We're talking Jalen Hurts. We're talking Creed Humphrey. We're talking you, Justin Herbert. All sorts of guys have come through that Senior Bowl and been drafted and made been big impacts. He is the executive director there. Prior to that, he was a scout since 2000. Since the year 2000, he has been in the NFL scouting departments in some capacity. He's got experience. He knows what he's doing. And look, he said it straight up. The NFL totally, absolutely overthought it on Creed Humphrey. And if you don't know who Creed Humphrey is, he is the center for the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. 
went in the second round. Everybody told he was the best center in the in that draft. A lot of people were saying it. A lot of people were saying he could and should be a day one pick. Ended up going to the day two in the second round, and the rest is history. He has showed out. He has been a staple there for the Chiefs. He just came off of an offensive line that absolutely protected Patrick Mahomes against the best defense in the NFL in the Super Bowl to walk away with a ring, and Jim Nagy tells it how it is. The NFL overthought it with him, and he hopes that the teams in the NFL do not make the same mistake with John Michael Schmitz. And I'm right there with you, folks. I'm right there with you, Jim Nagy. In fact, if you need, a, he said, if you need a center, you need to take John Michael Schmitz and get a two-contract high-level starter. High-level starter, get two contracts with them. One of the surest things in this year's draft. That's from Jim Nagy. I want to repeat that line. One of the surest things in this year's draft. Now, Jim Nagy, like I said, has seen a thing or two. He's ran the Senior Bowl for the past five or six years now, and he's been involved in scouting departments since the year 2000. And if you look at the different approaches that you have in building an offensive line, you're seeing a lot of teams that build their offensive lines piece by piece with these guys that can be center center staples for teams for years to come are finding a lot more success. The Eagles built a crazy offensive line. The Bengals started to put one together and found some more success over this past year, even though it was through uh, free agency, so a little bit different. The Chiefs started building it. Uh, the Lions have started building it. You're seeing these staples of guys being drafted by their teams and being asked to hold down the fort and protect, protect that QB. And you can build a line from the inside out and that is one great approach at it. And if you want to do that, the best person to build it from the inside is John Michael Schmitz in this draft. And he would be a staple that you would have a good start, a good healthy start to your offensive line moving forward. Even if you're looking at teams that have some pieces in there, the Jets with Elijah Vera Tucker inside looking good. They've got uh, somebody out on the right tackle that's been stepping up as well. You throw a John Michael Schmitz in there, you're headed in the right direction. Other teams as well, the Panthers with Charles Cross out on the outside. They've got Iki Aquanu coming through. Um, I might have misspoke. I think Charles Cross actually might play with the Seahawks, but the Seahawks are another team that could use a center, a staple to that center. John Michael Schmitz, there should be a lot of teams calling for his name. In fact, the Vikings should be giving him a look as well. I truly believe he will be a difference maker for a team out there. And that brings up the question of how early could John Michael Schmitz go? Now, I truly believe it's going to be a first round pick. And I'm going to tell you why, because we're going to talk about every highest graded offensive lineman season as graded by PFF since 2014 and where they've gone on draft day. And we're also going to talk about the top two centers in the last five years of drafts as well and where they saw themselves go. And let me tell you, it speaks well for Gophers, John Michael Schmitz. That's what's coming up next. First, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you about our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. You're going to want to take advantage of the no sweat first bet over there. All you have to do is go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and you'll get to take your shot at the no sweat first bet. What it means is if you bet and you make it and you win, 
good on you, you get your winnings. If you bet and you lose on that first one, no sweat, you can win up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. So you can go on there, it's safe, it's secure, it's super easy to use. Those are the three things you love to hear when it comes to an app. And so you can go on and you can bet on a money line, you can bet on a spread, a total, you name it. They've got player props, they've got rebounds, assists, points for basketball, and it's NCAA March Madness. So now is the time to check it out. All sorts of things you can bet on over there at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports book of Locked On. So like I said, Gophers fans, we're talking about John Michael Schmitz, and I just want to thank you for making Locked On Golden Gophers your first listen when it comes to Gophers daily sports. But let's talk about the highest graded offensive line seasons since 2014 with the offensive lineman as graded by PFF. Now in 2022, it was John Michael Schmitz with a grade of 92.3. So we're yet to see where he will be drafted. But outside of that, you've got 2021. You've got Tyler Lindenbaum with the highest graded season that year. He was a center as well, a 95.4 grade. And he ended up the first round pick of the 25th pick in that first round. Then you go on to the next year, a year earlier, Christian Derrissaw, a lot of Vikings fans, you know who that is. He was a tackle. He had a 95.6 season in that 2020 season, and he was drafted in the first round as the 23rd pick overall. A year further, Penai Suell, he is a tackle. He was got a 95.8 grade on the season. He was a first round pick, seventh pick overall. That's three for three on the first rounds. You move a year forward, you're talking the 18, 2018 season, Dalton Reisner. He was a Bronco. It looks like he might be on the move now. He had a 90.7 grade as a guard in the collegiate NCAA football, FBS level. He ended up going in the second round as the ninth pick. Another year forward, like I said, we're going to 2014 here. You got 2017, Quentin Nelson, guard, 92.2 grade, First round pick, sixth pick overall. 2016, there were two guys tied with a 92.3 grade, and that was Frank Ragnow and Ryan Ramchak. Both of them have been staples for offensive line, one on the Lions, one on the Saints, and they went both in the first round. Ragnow was first round 20th pick, and Ramchak was first round 32nd pick. You move to 2015, Joshua Garnett. He was the 95.6 grade first round pick, 28th overall. And then in 2014, the only pick not to go in the first or second round, Adam Bisnawadi. He was a tackle prospect, 92.8 grade, sixth round pick. The only guy not to go in the first or second round. If you're keeping track on that, that's nine players in since 2014, nine of the best highest graded NFL or NCAA offensive lineman seasons. Seven out of those nine players, first round picks. One of those nine players, second round pick. One of those nine players, sixth round pick. Now, if you also want to go on top of that, PFF, yes, you might have some hesitancy on some of the stuff they do, some of the stuff they post. I get it. I definitely get it. But what I will say is that their analysis and their grading systems have only gotten better year after year and more accurate at what they're looking at because they've developed a better process over the longevity and over the experience. So you're talking about the six round pick was the in 2014 one. Every year after that, 
every one of these guys has been a first or a second round pick. And a lot of those names are prominent players in the NFL. You're talking about a Ryan Ramchek, a Frank Ragnow, a Quentin Nelson, a Dalton Reisner, a P. Nisuel, Christian Derrissa, Tyler Lindenbaum. All of those guys are staple players on offensive lines. The future is bright for John Michael Schmitz. Just like we talked about earlier, like Jim Nagy tried to tell these folks, do not overthink it. Sure, fire, starter. But you might think to yourself, okay, some of these guys were tackles. Some of these guys were guards. Like how many of those were centers? Well, two of those players were centers and two of them went in the first round, both in the 20s, one being the 20th pick and the other being the 25th pick. But if you just, you're like, okay, well, these were the best seasons. Well, John Michael Schmitz had one of the best seasons, but I'll, I'll go with the hesitancy. I'll dive in even deeper. Let's talk about the top two centers off the board in the last five drafts. You're talking in 2022 NFL draft, you have Tyler Lindenbaum, first round pick, 25th pick overall, and Cam Jurgens, second round pick, 19th pick in that round. 2021, you got Lan or you got Dickerson over there at the Eagles, second round pick, fifth pick in the round, and Josh Myers with the Packers, second round pick, 30th pick overall, both second round guys. 2020, you've got Cesar Ruiz, first round pick, 24th pick overall and then you've got Hennessy over at the third round pick 14th pick overall 2019 Garrett Bradbury drafted by the Vikings first round pick 18th pick overall and then you got Eric McCoy second round pick 16th in that round finally you got five years back 2018 Frank Ragnow first round pick 20th pick overall and Billy Price first round pick 21st pick overall so even looking at that, and these guys weren't guys who were putting up the best seasons as an offensive lineman in their specific years, but you've got one, two, three, four, five first round picks in the last five years when it comes to center prospects. On top of that, one, two, three, four are second round picks, and one player was a third round pick. He was the second center drafted in that year in 2020. So you're talking about nine out of the 10 in, in the last five years, when it comes to the first two centers off the boards, nine out of 10 of them were first or second round picks and over 50% of them were first round draft picks. Look, I'm trying to make it easy. I'm trying to show you why I am ready to lock this bad boy in. There are many teams I think he could go to and he would be useful. The Seahawks stand out. The Giants stand out now that they're building a little bit more of a core in this offseason. The Vikings need one. The Bears, you know, they probably won't go in the first round. But if he does fall to that early second round, I am willing to bet that teams will trade up or try to take a swing in those first five to six picks in the second round. Now, I don't think it's going to, I don't think he's going to fall that far. The more I've looked at it, the more I think he is truly going to be a first round dude. And I've explained that. So let's take an even dive, deeper dive at what mock drafts are starting to say, what people are seeing and guessing him as, because even though mock drafts, they're not spot on. They're not going to be 100% accurate. Nobody ever gets a perfect mock draft. But what they do is they help present information in which scouts and analysts are being told or being put out there of how teams are valuing players. So where has he fallen for these guys 
in the latest when it comes to NFL.com, when it comes to the draft network, and when it comes to the mock drafts that have been out there, that is what we are going to discuss to wrap this bad boy up coming up next. All right. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm passionate on this one. I truly believe, and I've told you why, JMS, John Michael Schmitz, is going to be a first-round pick. Now, how does he rank across the sites? Well, if you start at NFL.com, which, again, can be hit or miss on how they evaluate, how they value things, but they have him as the number one in production score when it comes to centers, number five in the combine score based on his NFL combine, clearly, and second overall, when it comes to combining those two metrics, they have Tipman over from Wisconsin as first overall because he graded out as second in production score and second in the combine. Now, when it comes to the offensive linemen, I'm not going to hold too much weight on the combine because as we even see, you got offensive linemen running the 40 and tearing their Achilles because you shouldn't need to see your offensive lineman run the 40. When are they running 40 yards down the field? Um, I'm going to tell you, almost never, okay? So some of those drills are just pointless, and it doesn't really show you the true ability and talent of what they can put on the field. So the combine doesn't mean a whole lot to me. He got 26 reps on the bench press. That's good enough for me. He shows he can hold his own, not only on the bench, but you saw it straightforward in the senior bowl against some of the best pass rushers in this class. You've seen it at the big 10 level playing against an Iowa defense, playing against Ohio state defense, playing against a Michigan defense. Those dudes have dogs. Those dudes have NFL players currently and future NFL players to come. And he held his own easy hands down was one of the best. He should have been the best Remington and all that. But I'm telling you right now, I'm not worried about it. His production speaks for itself. So don't take too much into the combine. It's just silly. But you look at NFL.com, they still got him as a top two guy in there. They've got him as a comp to Ben Jones. But then you move over to another draft site, the NFL Draft Network. They have him as the number one rated interior offensive lineman, the number one rated center, and the number four overall lineman only behind three tackle prospects. And that is Broderick Jones from Georgia, Paris Johnson from Ohio State, and Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern. Outside of that, they've got John Michael Schmitz as the best offensive lineman after those three tackles, best interior guy, and he's the number 20th overall prospect for the draft network on their draft board. 20th overall in all the recruits. So they're saying he's the top 20 in the nation in this draft class. So that should help us towards that first round pick. Now they've graded him out as an 84 overall out of a hundred, which gives him a second round grade as an overall player. But there are only 11 players that were given a first round grade, 11 players total. Clearly there's more than 11 players drafted in that first round. Now, unfortunately this year, there's only 31 first round picks because the Miami Dolphins pulled the dumb, dumb move and they got their pick basically suspended, which means we're only going to have 31, which means one unlucky fella is not going to get his name called on day one, which he might have had they not made that boo-boo of a mistake. So a little bit unfair. The odds are maybe less in this case, but I truly do believe he's still going to go there. Now, like I said, number 20th overall prospect for the draft network. But if we look at the latest mock drafts in which he has been included in, you look at full press coverage, which was a mock draft by Braden Holisic. He's got him going 20 
to the Seahawks. You've got uh, Sportsbook Review. They've got them going in 16th in Washington. I mean, that might be a little high for my taste, but overall, the Draft Network's Jamie Eisner had him lately going to twenty pick 28 in the first round to the Buffalo Bills. We've seen Tyler Fornes put him out there to the New York Giants at pick 25. I've seen another one to Seattle from USA Today in which he was picked 20 in the first round. Bleacher Nation has him at pick 30 in the first round to the Philadelphia Eagles. And then the New York Post has posted him at the first round draft pick 25 overall to the Giants. So what is that? That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. If you count CBS, who Chris Trapasso put him in the first round to the Seattle Seahawks at number 20. That's the last eight that I've looked at right here at mock drafts that have him going in the first round. Look, people who see and hear these things are making these educated guesses. If you look at the next couple, there's another one of the Giants in the first round, another one to the Vikings in the first round, another one to the Jets in the first round. I'm telling you, folks, John Michael Schmitz, lock it in and be happy. Whichever team takes the chance and makes this man that first round pick, I do not think you will regret it. In fact, I'm willing to say I will be a fan of that team. Not holistically, that it won't be my squad, but you'll have a jersey purchase from me because this will be the first offensive line player I ever get a jersey for. John Michael Schmitz, the real deal. And that's going to do it for us today at Locked on Golden Gophers. Let me know your thoughts. Where do you think he's getting drafted? What team needs to take the swing? What team needs John Michael Schmitz to anchor that offensive line at the center position? Let me know in the comments. Hit subscribe while you're at it. And then be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. This is Kane Rob signing off. Tomorrow is the Gophers Pro Day. I'll be there. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me. Follow me at Gophers Kane Rob if you want that information as soon as it is coming out. Otherwise, we'll do a show on it in the afternoon tomorrow. I hope to see you there. Row the boat. Sky you Go Gophers.